What up, what up, what up? Welcome to Beyond the Block. I am your host, Abby Abtrax Harris, with my partner, Yuri C. This is Beyond the Block, where we talk about everything beyond the blockchain. This week's guest is Jen Gonzalez. This is a project that I've been talking about for the past three, four months. Nobody has been paying attention. I don't know why, but this is one of the things that you kind of need to pay attention to because it takes your living and puts it on the blockchain. The company is called OZ Finance. Check out this interview. This is Beyond the Block. I am your host, Abby Harris. Let's go. Oh, yeah. Hi, my name is Jin. I'm the founder of Oz Living. And uh, it is the first residency-enabled asset protection token. Essentially, what it does is it focuses on the promise of blockchain is to provide you a privacy-protected life regulation actually lose life um, it's a project that, that we've been working on for well over three years now close to around four um, it uh, what it does is uh, basically staking the token for a period of time uh, you are able to uh, have a asset production structure that um, reduces your tax exposure regardless of your nationality uh, yeah so, so what was the um, ideal concept behind this? Um, well, the, the whole idea behind it is, I think of blockchain in general. Um, everybody that got into it in the first place had an idea that had an objective that they wanted to live a specific kind of life. I mean. It's not just you purchase the token and you, I mean, most people, yeah, you purchase the token for profit, but a lot of people saw the technology as something else. They would be able to protect their identity, uh, gain more privacy, um, fall under less regulation, and um, reduce the tax exposure. But um, what blockchain did was it now identifies who you are on chain um, because all your transactions are documented and uh, it now puts you under full regulation because uh, you're found. not only are you found, you're also tracked and you're, you can be taxed at the fullest. So it did the complete opposite. So the reason for the project, for the spirit behind the project, was uh, to refocus on what the, the promise of blockchain was. Now, it's so funny that you say that because uh, my introduction to crypto and blockchain was the secrecy. That, that's what it really was, right? It was like, oh, you have this uh, hashtag number. No one knows who you are. You can make these private transactions away from the government. And then all of a sudden, <laughs> this is a great way to track you. <laughs> track all your information. Track all your, all your exchanges. And um, that privacy was lost. Um, so what Oz is doing is bringing that privacy back in so many words that's what you're saying in, in the international yeah. so one of the issues that we're having in the United on in the United States saw you is that the SEC just uh, stopped staking uh, with Kraken and they're getting ready to start cracking down on compliance so a person who's a regular citizen how would they use Oz living on in, of America Well, um, in, in, from, you know, from the perspective of um, um, not allowing staking as a service, 
that that that's a banking function, right? Um, and um, oh, what OZ does is when you it it is still staking. So you purchase the token and you stake it for a specific period. But because you're staking it in an exchange that is within a jurisdiction um, that considers staking as a a loan uh, to the business. It recognizes the act of staking as a investment into the exchange. So, um, in this case, uh, you don't get a return, or you don't get like 10, 20, 30 percent return. What you do get is a service in exchange for it, and that service uh, is where your residency into the country is processed. Uh, your and w- without you having to need to stay in the Philippines, mind you that. So it gives you a second residency, um, and then and a, a structure is set up where it allows you to be able to own nothing, control nothing, but have access to everything. So this is where you're, you, have, you have a trust, you have a tax-free operating company, uh, you have a holding company, and then you have a relationship model between each of these entities. And uh, what's most important is uh, it, we also provide you a, a tax opinion from a reputable uh, U.S. Uh, law firm uh, to show you how the structure is able to reduce your tax exposure legally. Now, um, that is very, very different. Um, so, so the quick question is, do you have to admit your citizenship? No, no, you, you don't need to renounce your citizenship in any way. You get keep in fact you, you do keep your u.s citizenship you must keep your you, you, it's not it's not citizenship that you're acquiring it's residency in the philippines oh, okay right and yeah and the bonus that you get so what does residency do it it get it, it, it what it does is it protects you on a physical basis so if you're, you're like in the u.s and you say you know um i'm not comfortable here in the u.s or you're in another country like france or italy or you know uh, Canada or wherever, right? you might say, well, my, my government does not uh, uh, respect my privacy and my rights any further. It's infringing upon my, my freedoms. Uh, what it does is it gives you the freedom to be able to just pack your bags up and move to another country, right? What, what the structure does is you can live your entire life through this structure. Um, um, and, and you also earn all of your income through the structure. So, so earning your income through the structure. So technically, uh, you're an employee of yourself, but technically don't own the yeah. company. Yes, that's right. Uh, you don't own the company, but you have access to it, and you have access to the structure. So, so um, uh, now here's my question: um, Is who is this particularly for? Oz Eleven. Like, is this just for the average citizen or or, or is there a, a certain type of finances that you have to actually have to be a part of this? Well, um, it, it's for an individual that, that has assets that they want to protect. You know, I mean... So, um, hold on, hold on. Just, I'm glad you said that because right now what's happening is that um, uh, uh, there are startups and companies that are are releasing tokens, right? Crypto tokens. Um, And those crypto tokens, ERC-20s or ERC-11s, 
um, at some point in time, they can become a security, right? Especially yeah, in yeah. SBC um, yeah. in, in, on, in, on the United States soil. But if you do these transactions international and you drop the tokens international, um, it kind of circumvents the SEC. Is that something that is... No. Um, a, a token offering is done within the framework of what SEC would recognize as, uh, as a token. Now, how do we do that? Is uh, OZ follows the principles of what we call discussionomics. So it, it's where utility is the basis uh, of, of, of effectively the token that you're using and that you purchase has to have specific use and by using the token it contributes the scarcity of the token through a staking of the token right the value of the token then is determined by its scarcity it's directly proportionate to its scarcity level now you can find uh, the principles behind how all this token uh, works in the Scarsonomic website. So it's scarsonomics.org, S-E-R-C-I-N-O-M-I-C-S.org. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a foundation that's set up um, in order to be able to promote uh, the proper issuance of uh, utility token um, through its its uh, through a guidebook that it, it designs. So you just got to go over that. It's quite simple to understand and implement. And, the idea behind it is that it's a it, it follows a, what, what what somebody would normally do if they purchase a voucher. Okay. But in this case, it's a token that that is in the form of a voucher. Okay. Okay. So so it kind of like uh, so. All right. So so all right. All right. All right. Let me back this up. So this has nothing to do with uh, NFTs. Um, or anything of that sort, right? This is just specifically a token that you purchase that gives you citizenship, right? Yeah. Within, within within the country. And with this citizenship, you can then, what happens is you create what, a trust. Everything goes into trust. Oh, yeah, it's a, it's a resident. You get residency, not citizenship. A oh, residency and not citizenship. Yeah. Um, do you actually so, have, yeah. do you have to have an apartment or an, an address there? Um, no, actually not. What 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 happens is uh, it's the, the token essentially is 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 a service rendered service pay. Mm-hmm. So you're purchasing the token in order to be able to receive a service. But in order to receive a service, what it uh, what you're doing is that you're staking the token for a specific period of time. And when you stake it for a specific period of time, you're providing a loan to an exchange that is registered in that jurisdiction. Because the loan is recognized as an investment, you then get your 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 citizens your residency by investment into the Philippines. Now, because you are a resident of the Philippines, uh, you can now avail of all many other benefits. One of the benefits is that you get a uh, corporation that is registered in a tax-free jurisdiction, which is AFAB. And then that's complemented by two other structures that allow you to be able to um, not own it, not have any uh, control over it, but you have access to it. Um, that's the structure that is set up uh, through a trust and through a holding company. The key there is the relationship model between these entities uh, and how they interface with each other. Right? And uh, that, that, that's the trick behind it. 
So it's through this that you're able to achieve a privacy protected, tax free, tax reduced life. So quick question. Um, how does this relate to like in the passing of somebody who joins this program and they want to pass this thing on to their family as far as a like, generational type of thing? How does it work? Oh, aspect? Well, think of every asset that you can own. You can have uh, stocks, bonds, you can have uh, crypto, you know, you can have real estate, you can have whatever it is that you have under your name. In this case, because it belongs to the structure, if anything happens to you, it's just uh, assigning the trust or to, to another person. It's, it's as simple as that. Um, and so, when you assign it over, do you still get those benefits? Or that, or does that yeah. person that you sign your children, your family member, do they have to uh, come in and do the whole process over? Uh, the benefits down to the to the uh, beneficiary. So as long as the beneficiary, you can assign the beneficiary as someone else. Look, the, the the structure that we're providing you is no different from what a high net worth individual would have gotten before blockchain existed. The only difference here is that you know from it being applicable to somebody that has 10 million, 20 million dollars worth who would pay normally maybe $500,000 for the structure to be made, we shrunk it down to sub $100,000 level, right? Um, and um, it, it's a complete package, it's a one size fits most. And uh, it's very simple to implement uh, and it can be done in a very short period of time. You don't have to spend six months to build it. In this case, a month, three months and it's complete. Um, how does how does it work on uh, as far as dealing with credit um, and buying stuff in the U.S.? Oh, um, just think of it this way: you're living your entire life through the through an entity, right? Um, and it's that, and you are an, you are the employee of that entity. So you you're, you're, you still function as an employee. You uh, it, it pays you a salary, and you do pay taxes based on that salary that you get paid, right? But at the same time, um, because you have access to the structure, you also have access to all of the benefits and fruits of that entity. You, you know, when I first when you first told me about this project, I was I was all all the way in love. Um, because I know there's so many people that can actually use this within our circle, and um, the first time we met, you was on your, you was uh, doing your world tour, hopping all over the place, and you was going to the UN and meeting these type of people. Um, can you talk about some of the people that you have met that has uh, uh, had interest into into this project? Yes. Uh, well, heads of state, a lot of them. Um, what they're interested in is how do they bring investment into their special economic zone. Unbeknownst to most people, there's around 5,400 special economic zones globally. Mm. These special economic zones are geopolitically uh, limited or, or cut out areas that have their own policies that would attract specific uh, industries or types of investment. Mm-hmm. And in, in return, what they do is they provide you know, um, certain benefits like uh, lesser tax uh, and the like. Um, So because there's 5,400 plus of them globally, you know, um, not the vast majority of them don't experience more success than the national economy. Mm -hmm. 
So what the uh, governors or heads of state that um, rely on these special economic zones uh, want is more investment. So our program does bring more investment into these special economic zones. And, um, you know, it, 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 uh, it, it, what it does is they approach us in order to be able to structure something for them. Uh, in our case, it's actually quite simple. Um, if they do provide it, uh, incentives for people that um, invest in that special economic zone, what we can do is structure it such that a company is set up over there, um, um, which we register in a specific manner, and we invite uh, individuals who participate in that company, uh, either by donation, by loan, or by equity investment, depending on what the company would uh, or what the country would allow mm-hmm. and recognize that investment. So it's not something that you know it's limited to just specific countries. Not so. Um, um, a lot of the special economic zones can avail of those benefits. It's just a question of packaging it for them. So. Uh, to the user, it's quite simple. You know, um, all you got to do is just unstake your tokens, or rest, and then restake it in another jurisdiction to experience those benefits in another area. Or um, you just purchase more tokens and you stake it in uh, for use in that particular jurisdiction in order to be able to avail of that the benefits of that uh, jurisdiction. So, like right now, uh, we're offering a new um, uh, a new benefit where. You know, if you purchase the tokens and you stake it, you not only do you gain residency and business operations in the Philippines, but uh, you can now extend, we now are able to extend the benefits of having uh, residency in Spain as well as in uh, Greece. Are, are you going to the progressive states that's, that's, that, that, that embraces crypto? Not necessarily. Um, it, you know, it's not so much crypto that that we're focused on. We're really focused on what it's supposed to give. Mm-hmm. That can be crypto and that can be, you know, whatever kind of technology out there. Well, what's the benefit that everybody goes after anyway? A privacy protected, life regulation, tax reduced life. That's what everyone wants, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, unfortunately, that's exactly what blockchain is not able to give. It's a $3 trillion market, right? It, it grew to $3 trillion on a false promise. Um, I'm, I'm laughing because uh, you, you're hitting this spot on because we all thought at the in the beginning. My experience in, in this space was in 2015, and it was a, a privacy type thing. Like, oh, nobody's going to know, but uh, a ledger, an open ledger, and somebody knowing your your your, your ID number, your hashtag number, um, your MetaMask wallet, just like they got whale watches all the time. It kind of like it really it really brings um, a clear understanding understanding of we're not protected. We are wide open. If somebody can figure out who you are um, and and your MetaMask wallet, then they can follow everything that you do. And this is something that's very important because privacy is very important, especially uh, uh, individuals who have a lot of wealth. Um, within the space and want to function in a privacy uh, way. Um, so at, at the end of the day, you live in a country that has laws yeah. in it. And um, it's a, it's your decision whether you follow those laws or you don't. 
uh, and one of those requirements are is you must pay taxes in order to live in that country. That's how you get the streets that you drive in, the the, the malls that you you know shop around in, and the safety that you get. Uh, it's it's part of the benefits of living there as it is in the United States. So you can't just not pay taxes. You must, right? But there is there is a way to be able to legally reduce your tax exposure and to receive more privacy and lesser regulation. You just need the right structure in place. We're not doing anything new. These these have been available to high net worth individuals for the past hundred years. Uh, the only thing that we did was we now made it a little much more accessible and it's so accessible that all you got to do is just purchase the open stake it and you receive the services that would give you that uh, like I said I, I can't express how cool I think this is um, so um, when did when did OZ living start when was when was the when did you establish uh, the, uh, uh, the company the corporation and the build out? Yeah, I was, I was head of, uh, well, my entire life I was an entrepreneur. I had, I had six startups and two exits. I just sold my latest company and, I, and then I joined the largest uh, digital bank um, and the seventh largest uh, universal bank in the Philippines. I was very focused on digitization. So the, the chairman um, had a focus on, on learning new tech. Blockchain was in its nascent stage in 2016, 2017. So I joined the bank and um, I was in charge of blockchain digital assets for four and a half years. So from Philippine, the stablecoin issuance of the bank to um, you know, uh, cross-border methods and the like, we those are the key projects that I focused on. Uh, what it did was it gave me uh, an understanding of how regulators work and how financial institutions work. Mm-hmm. Um, there, um, I, I was approached by several special economic zones and several uh, individuals who had influence in the, in the political community over here. Um, and we assisted in, uh, in um, uh, discussing how a specific law could be amended, which is Republican Act 11453, to allow for investment to come in. Uh, and then we did the implementing rules and regulations, or at least advised on that, uh, and then got a mandate to set up an exchange that would represent and bring investment into the zone. That was one of the first steps. From there, we then, you know, thought we you know, saw a lot, a lot of problems in the industry, in that, um, you know, I did not deliver on the promise of blockchain, and there, there was a, a, a misunderstanding and a misuse of how tokenomics work. So we found a way to be able to come up with a rule set that would allow you to issue pure um, utility tokens, right? Um, and if you follow this specific rule set, then you would fall within uh, what regulators understand as not a security. So that that rule set is what's applied to us, and that rule set is readily available for the public to use. That's in scarsonomics.org. Um, and that's uh, done through a foundation. So. Um, we've done it uh, as best as we could to ensure that anybody that participates in the service that we provide mm-hmm. uh, does well indeed receive the service. As you know, when you say utility token, what you're really saying is there's use for the token. Mm-hmm. You know, you're not in, you're not investing in a token to receive profit. 
you are purchasing the token to receive services, right? So it's service rendered, service paid. That's the whole spirit behind it. And that's how utility tokens need to work. Right? So that's what this token is. It's really, it delivers to you a real service that allows you to be able to receive the services that normally would have been available to high net worth individuals. But in this case, it, for a smaller amount, you can avail of the same services um, and live the life that uh, blockchain intended to give you in the first place, mm-hmm. right? Which is a privacy protected life regulation tax reduced life. Um, and um, yeah, we, we what we did was we just uh, worked the past three years to be able to deliver that service to you. It wasn't that easy. Um, a lot of lawyers, <laughs> were involved in the structuring of this. I'm not a lawyer myself, so you know we had to get U.S. lawyers, Philippine lawyers, um, have a, several in-house on our own um, in order to be able to structure something for you. There's a lot of steps that you got to go through. You have to pick the right country, the right jurisdiction. You have to uh, pick the right regulator, and then you have to pick the right experts who would uh, have knowledge of these kinds of services uh, after which you have to structure the entities you have to now structure the relationship between the entities and then you have to come up with a tax opinion to say how, what works and what would not work and it's that tax opinion that the service the one that receives the service uses when when they're audited by the IRS so that's the service that we provide it's service rendered service paid um, uh, and, and, and structurally as a token, it's it's a pure utility token. So as far as taxes, how are you being taxed as far as a citizen of the United States? Um, I, I can't, yeah, I, I can't give the specifics of how the service works, right? Um, but if anybody would uh, like to, they, all they got to do is go to osliving.com. Uh, they can schedule a meeting with us at any time. Uh, our legal team would be more than happy to be able to explain how that all works in, the, in great detail. Um, and it's not a Philippine lawyer, it's a U.S. law firm uh, that uh, presents this to your uh, own lawyer over there. Or if you belong to France, Italy, if you belong to um, you know any other country around the world, it's the same thing also. The, the structure applies to every nationality around the planet. Um, its objective is for you to be able to live your life through a structure that's set up in order for your your privacy to be protected and for you to reduce your tax exposure right um it's not a structure that is is one size fits all it's one size fits most and uh it does significantly reduce your tax exposure but what what it mostly does is it protects your assets right in the u.s you know all you got to do is uh, someone's just got a trip in front of your house, right? Uh, if you have a business, you, 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 there's an accident there and they can sue you, right? If they sue you and there's nothing to get, then why? what's the use of going after you in the first place? <laughs> yeah, you're right. You're right. Right. Yeah. So at the end of the day, like I said, you have, you own nothing, you control nothing, but you have access to everything. Which is the most important? I, I I really like that. So so um, we coming in because I usually try to keep this thirty minutes for twenty eight. Um, so I do have a link, uh, my own special link. Thanks, thank you, Jen, that I can actually post up for people who are very interested in OZ Living. Um, could you, if anyone wants to join OZ Living, 
um, do you, do you do you have anything that you would like to suggest to them? Oh yeah, uh, just go to allsliving.com. Um, you can register um, as a uh, member of our community. Uh, you can also subscribe to our Telegram. It's it's in allsliving.com. If you have any questions on how you would like to be able to live a privacy-protected life regulation tax-reduced life, uh, all you got to do is just send us a message over there and we'll be more than happy to be able to meet with you. Uh, the processing time for something like this is um, 30 days for your residency and uh, 60 to 90 days for the structure to be completed. Um, tax season's coming up. That's going to be this coming April, right? The question there is, now that you're paying your taxes in April, wouldn't you want to be able to reduce your tax exposure legally by the next tax season, right? The best time to be able to start that is uh, at the beginning of the of the cycle um, and not at the end of the cycle because we only deal, we, we don't deal with pre-tax money. We only deal with post-tax. Okay. So once you pay your taxes this coming April, you're back down to zero. Um, if your structure is set up before then, then you can live your entire life through that structure. And guess what? Um, you can significantly reduce your tax exposure by then legally. And you will be charged as a foreign a foreign uh, citizen or would you be taxed as a, a U.S. citizen with foreign stuff? How, how does that work? Um, you, uh, for all your U.S. income, you will still need to pay taxes. It's just that uh, now through the structure, what you're able to do is declare your income um, non-U.S. income uh, out of the United States um, and, and from another jurisdiction, right? Uh, and what it does is it, uh, what the tax opinion does is it gives you certain options. So think of it like, um, think of it like the Batman utility belt, right? It, it gives you these tools which you can use um, uh, as it applies to your life in order to be able to um, exercise um, um, have the tools in order to be able to reduce your exposure, right? Legally. Um, and, you know, if you want to find out details about it, you can arrange a meeting with us. Uh, our lawyers can have a discussion with you and your your own legal team. And um, you can come up with an assessment of your own, whether this is something that uh, fits your needs or does not. Well, I would like to thank you, Jen, for... Uh tuning in pulling up for uh this meeting i'm glad you got a chance to uh introduce the world to oz living um i will definitely put a link up for anybody who wants to join oz living and um coming all the way from vietnam jen uh do you want to give an outro how they can find you yeah i'm in the philippines right now by oh, the way. Sorry. <laughs> i'm sorry i don't know why i keep i keep keep messing yeah. that up <laughs> Oh, um, how's, how's your partner doing? Oh, doing good. Doing good. Um, yeah, Vincent's doing pretty fine. Um, I think you met one of our customers last time we were there. Yes. Uh, yeah. Emil's doing very good as well. Yeah, Emil's doing very good. Yeah, actually, um, ladies and gentlemen, he's actually the first uh, client that was that's that's on OZ Liver, correct? Am I correct for saying that? Yeah. Um, that's right. And, and uh, he happily living here in the Philippines at the moment <laughs> and he's going back to the US next month so uh yeah he's he's having the time of his life I guess you could say yeah 
Well, thank you for tuning in. Uh, thank you for pulling up, John. I really appreciate it. Uh, get you some rest. Like, we nine hours apart, right? It's 9.50 New York and it's 9.50 uh, Philippines? 10.51 right now. Okay. It's 11 o'clock. <laughs> it's 11 o'clock. <laughs> it's bedtime, but it's fine. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Thank you. I appreciate it. Enjoy the rest of your day. All right. You have a good, you have a good day. All right. You too. Okay. Bye-bye. Yes, yes, yes. That concludes Beyond the Block. I hope you got a lot of insightful information from Jim Gonzalez. Yes, this was a great topic to talk about, especially bringing your life to the blockchain. This is Beyond the Block with your host, Abby Abtracks Harris and Yuri C. Make sure you tune in. We will be bringing you more guests, more people, more things within this Web3 crypto space. And I am out. See you on the next one. Peace.